Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. And once again, you got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Yes, we're getting <laughs> at the end of September, getting looking at October. And what does that mean? Well, it means we're almost just a year away from the 2024 presidential elections. But what can happen between now and then? Well, we know <laughs> we know that um, Hunter Biden has been indicted. What does that mean? Does that unravel other things? Well, we got a special guest from this week's show. His name is Michael Letts, and we had a little trouble with some audio, got that recorded, and so we are going to play that conversation in just uh, a couple minutes here. So stay tuned because Michael has some revelation that he's dug into and and what he's what he feels like could really happen. So uh, I want to I want to let you know that hang on to your hat and uh, get ready to hear Michael Letts, even though the audio is uh, not as well as I'd like for it to be. But listen to what he has to say. See what you think. Let me know. Give me shoot me an email or something. But now I also want to say there are all kind of things going on in politics. Everything from the senator New Jersey Menendez uh, getting him being indicted and and what is that. When you got him and Fetterman in the U.S. Senate as Democrats, uh, that puts the squeeze play on Schumer. Uh, if uh, one of the, uh, you never know what's going to happen to Fetterman. He, he got the right to wear his hoodie and shorts as uh, as the the best looking man in the U.S. Senate. Is that correct? Well, uh, uh, you know, ask Americans. Is that what you want the Democratic Party to be? You are looking at the future of America when you see Senator. United States Senator Fetterman in the U.S. Senate with his hoodie and shorts on and and stumbling around with words. Uh, this is who the people of Pennsylvania supposedly elected over Dr. Oz. How about that? Well, <laughs> that's the future of America if the Democrats are in control. See how Schumer folded. Let the hoodie and shorts come into the U.S. Senate, throw out all the the decades and decades of tradition of coat and tie required. Wow, that's America if we let the Democrats take over everything, and that is what they are doing and wanting to do. But listen to this week's show, uh, Michael Letts, and I am going to uh, just uh, we'll play that conversation now. So take a listen, and uh, I'll say something here at the end of the show. Today uh, I, I want to talk to our audience about something that, I don't really know the legal implications as much, and I need your help and uh, help our sure. audience understand what's going on with the Hunter Biden indictment. And we, 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 I'll be glad to. <laughs> we, we, we have, Not much. Well, we have followed that and uh, seeing for years, and and thing, and even things went uh, 
uh, went too long where they said, well, it's too late. We can't even look at that to prosecute. But uh, just if you can just to give us in a nutshell a little bit about what's been going on and then what does this indictment mean that's uh, come down. Sure, be glad to. Yep. If you can, I don't even know when it started. I mean, we know during uh, uh, even when President uh, Trump was being we know when he was being uh, impeached for the first time, the FBI right. had Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, and and uh, but nobody else knew that. But uh, so anyway, just uh, tell us, tell us where this thing started. All right, be, be happy. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your show, Doc. Well, this all started back in the 2017, 2018, which you had President Trump at the time. But Hunter Biden obviously had left a laptop. This was not the first time people had talked about what was going on with Hunter Biden. In fact, in the Obama administration, when Joe Biden was the vice president, the ethics council for the White House had raised concern about what was going on in the vice president's office and how that Hunter Biden was being put on the Burisma board and it created what appeared to be a conflict of interest and should be investigated. Of course, you know, Joe Biden squashed that, and uh, Hunter Obama, President Obama, also did not pick that up and move forward with it. So that question was pretty much squashed. And then, of course, after he left the vice president's office and Trump came in, then you begin to see that, as I said before, Hunter Biden's computer came up in 2018. It was actually not picked up until 2019 by the FBI, but they've had it for years. It had on there all kind of very uh, damning uh, information for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. It had in there transcripts and things of how they had used the position of the vice presidency to gain access and influence for millions of dollars to be paid back to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden for policy issues. One of those policy issues, of course, was uh, Burisma paid to get Joe Biden to use his influence. And remember now, Joe Biden was just the vice president. So he didn't have the authority to do this without having concurred with the President Obama. So this has broader implications than just Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. It has implications for the Obama administration. Michael, uh, if you I just want to stop you right there and just say, so you're saying, I mean, this could, could anything go back even to uh, uh, former President Barack Obama? I know it went back his administration, but uh, the, does, is it too late to look at those things now? If something no, it's like, not. I mean, I'm glad you raised that point because you raised a point earlier. What about statute of limitations? How come the IRS uh, charges against Hunter got dropped? The IRS has a statute of limitations. If things are not done within five years after the occurrence of the incident, then it reaches the statute of limitations. It can't be charged anymore. However, we're talking about using your imposition uh, and taking money in return, bribery money in return for using your position to implement national policy to benefit the person being paid to you. It's very clear that's what happened with Burisma, but they put that into a charge that your listeners understand. That's treason of a high and aggravated nature. Treason doesn't have a statute of limitations. Hmm. So here, to answer your question specifically, could it go back to the Obama administration? By all means. 
because you have to recall that even the parties in Ukraine told Vice President Biden at the time, you don't have the authority to do this. And what was his response? Pick up the phone and call the president. He'll tell you I've been authorized. So with those very words, it automatically implicates President Obama knowing what was going on and having approved it. That is, again, treason. You cannot accept money in return for using your influence to have a prosecutor fired. And he bragged about it. So that's one aspect that needs to be looked at. When we talk about the Hunter Biden charge now, it's interesting. Yes, the IRS charges have met their statute of limitations and they've read out. But there are much more serious charges that are on that laptop that are being investigated now. And that is using the influence of the vice president's office to enrich yourself by millions of dollars, representing foreign governments, which is what Hunter did. Farca, you remember that's what they put away uh, Paul Manford for. Right, right. And, they uh, went back to what, 15, surprised. they went back uh, over 10 years um, to, to get him and put him in jail. Correct. All of that is identical to what we're talking about with Hunter. But they only charge him with the one crime, the gun crime, that doesn't tie into anything he's doing with his father. And here's what's so sad about that gun crime is the person charging him now, the U.S. Attorney David Wise, is the same one who had offered to put together a plea bargain so that he wouldn't be charged with it at all. And what it shows a two-tier justice system is there's never been in the history of the Justice Department anyone who has been charged on a federal level with a gun crime, they didn't serve time. Yet Hunter Biden was being offered a plea bargain of no time, no record, no anything. Since that fell through, it's obviously been an embarrassment to the U.S. attorney. People are scratching their head. Why would he offer him such a deal? So he has to come back down and find something to do. So he's charged him down with some of these gun crimes, but he charged him with the only thing that doesn't tie in with his dad. Well, All uh, the other material... The ties in with Joe Biden, you notice you're not saying a word about doing any indictments on that. You know, uh, I, I just because I don't know the law, and I know most of my listeners don't know the law like you do, but we'll go back to Watergate, and of course what hurt President Nixon was the uh, fact that he was covering up. So these people... Of justice, that's yeah, exactly right. So, so now, is there any way what, the, the, what David Weiss and in the Department of Justice by not bringing forth the charges? Or, or is that any way uh, obstruction, obstructing justice? Or There's no question it's obstructing justice. It goes all the way to the very top. What do I mean by that? Here's what we know under sworn testimony. We know that Attorney General Garland played a role in getting the IRS team that was investigating this to not look at evidence, to not be able to question. You know, this is what we know for a fact that came out of Garland's office, and Garland himself, uh-huh. is when you're doing an investigation, it's kind of like a bank robber. You told you stole the money, but you can't tell me who, who, who was your, your getaway guy because we don't want you to question him. That's what they did to these investigators, the IRS, the FBI, and others. They said, you can't ask any questions that don't, other than that's outside of Hunter Biden. You can't have an investigation that way. That's obstruction of justice. But what they did then was they sent that information over to David Wise to say, make a charge out of it. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of evidence 
you know, just with Hunter, there are so many other people involved. But again, David Wise did not pursue the battle like he did, too. That's obstruction of justice. When you have open leads and you refuse to examine them and to investigate them, that's obstruction of justice. This is much, much worse than anything that ever happened with Watergate. This is obstruction of justice that goes beyond just a person or two. It goes to entire agencies, the Department of Justice, the FBI, and others. And it is really shocking to the American people that our government could become so corrupt and we have to cleanse it, we have to rectify it, hold these people accountable now, or we'll never have the same freedoms we've enjoyed in the past in the future. Well, Michael, and I know we've had some of this conversation before when you've been on our show, but, I mean, <laughs> uh, there's no way to, for any of this to get justice as long as uh, Biden's president of the United States and Democrats in charge of the Senate. Of course, the House has gone to Republicans, but by a razor-thin margin, if they, in 2024, if they lose that, the, I, I don't know. I mean, is there any way to do anything before, uh, uh, before you know, is the only alternative to elect Republicans in 2024? And, I mean, can nothing be done before that? No, that's a start, electing good Republicans. Not rhinos, not people that say they're Republican and don't believe in upholding the law. That's a start, but to answer your question, yes, there is something that can be done right away. I'm glad you could answer my question right there, Michael, but uh, we're going to put all the audience on hold. I know you got a good answer coming up, but let's, let me take a break here to remind everybody you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have each and every one of you. The one thing I would ask is... Uh, we're not pushing, promoting anything or any product that you've got to uh, take a supplement or something. But I am pushing a book, a novel. <laughs> it's, a, it's a novel idea, but it's called Hatchy, Keeper of the Secret. I'm pushing it because I'm the author, and it doesn't have anything to do about politics. You can go and get one for your friends, your neighbors, and they won't get upset trying to thinking pushing something on them, no matter how liberal they are. They've got to enjoy a good book. It's an action-adventure with a twist of mystery, and it's called Hatchy, Keeper of the Secret. You can go to www.hatchybooks.com and uh, order it there. Or you can, if you've got an Amazon account and you want to order Amazon, I've told you, we have got an introductory offer that's still on for $0.99. Cents. You can get the ebook on Amazon. And uh, if you get that, I'd appreciate you uh, putting a review up there and 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 go ahead and get it while we got it at a low low cost for the ebook. Now the other uh, the uh, softback uh, hatchy keeper of the secret uh, it, it's running to fifteen dollars now, unless you can get it on a special somewhere. But it's a, a different online bookstores, and we'd love for you to get that. Or just go to www.hatchybooks.com. Now, uh, okay, Michael Letts. Uh, you're our guest, and you're helping us understand this indictment of Hunter Biden. And I just ask you a question: and what could be done? As, um, and you got a great answer, so I know you do, Michael. So let's let's see what your answer is. Go right ahead. And the Constitution provides for a military tribunal to be established. Military tribunal can only be established for enemy combatants or civilians who are threatening national security. I will promise you that Vice President Biden at the time and President Biden now are compromising national security 
when they have been paid millions by poor governments to do their bidding. That's a compromise of national security. Their entire administration is guilty of it. Kamala Harris, the vice president, is supposed to be the border czar. Yeah, we have an open border that's destroyed our national security. Homeland Security Director, uh, Mayorkas, is supposed to be handling the border. He's not doing that. He's compromising national security. Attorney General Garland has perjured himself before Congress and is guilty of obstruction of justice, as well as the director of the FBI and others. These people have to be held accountable. But since they're at the very top, who can hold them accountable? Only a military tribunal, which is provided for under the Constitution and the War Powers Act. And we need to have the Speaker immediately instigate a military tribunal, which happens very quickly. It's junior grade officers. They review the information, determine if a crime has been committed, determine what the punishment of the, under the law is for that crime, and then they actually execute the punishment. You don't have to refer it back to the Department of Justice who's going to sit on it and do nothing. Is there any anybody that would uh, be able to tell Kevin McCarthy, even if McCarthy wanted to do that, would uh, the media and the press would just hammer him and they'd make it look like he's trying to be a dictator? So how, how would you get by that? How would the American people get behind a military tribunal? Well, the pressure is mounting, quite frankly, across the country. People are beginning to see this one question. Because they're at the very top, even if you expose them, nothing's going to happen to them. That does nothing to prevent it from happening again. When people can be rewarded for doing nefarious activities, that just breeds more. And so the American people are realizing that we have to punish and we have to hold them accountable and that the only way to do that is with a military tribunal. There is pressure on Congress right now as we speak, Doc, to go ahead and pressure the Speaker to put forward a military tribunal. Once they start talking about it and the American people realize that that's the only way we're going to get justice, I believe the will of the people will prevail. Well, that's an interesting take on it, and that's where... The, the Constitution, now where, in fact, somebody says, hey, where can I find that in the Constitution? Where is that in the Constitution about military? You'll, you'll, you'll find that uh, probably in the second, uh, the first or second article of the Constitution. It provides for a military tribunal. Okay, and then... Because in the second article of the Constitution, you recall that's who gives us the right to bear arms, and it also says... That the reason for us to bear arms is not just for hunting or something along those lines. It's to protect the American people from a tyrannical government usurping its authority and forcing its will on the people of the United States. Yeah, I know that's the Second Amendment, but in the second article is what you're saying that the military tribunal is in. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, let's, let's uh, go again right back to Hunter Biden and... Would they, if, if things got that uh, furious and, and American people were demanding a military tribunal, uh, would, would uh, they just throw Hunter Biden under the bus and say, hey, it's all Hunter and we're going to just uh, prosecute him and, and, and let him be like a scapegoat and, and, and try to keep everybody else clean? He would be one they prosecute. But quite frankly, you can't prosecute Hunter without prosecuting everybody else because the evidence ties into each other. The bank accounts had both Joe Biden and Hunter's name on them. The money that was paid was paid not just to Hunter Biden, but also to Joe Biden, also to Joe Biden's grandchildren. There are so many aspects 
of this investigation that you can't just go after one person because then that would be show prejudicial law. That you'd be being prejudiced towards only going after one and letting the others go for you. Have to go over everybody that's implicated in the investigation. And if you do that, uh, the other thing is just looking at the uh, uh, the state of the nation where we are and. I mean, what would happen with the functioning of the, say, like the, the, the football or the nuclear codes and all that? And people go, oh, we can't do this. And who, who would all, who would be president if, uh, if you implicate the president and, uh, and the vice president? Well, here, here's what happens: you don't remove them from office to begin with; they are suspended from office. And yes, a military council would oversee governing of the United States of America while the tribunal was going on. It has a time limit. It has to be completed within 30 days. And at the end of that completion, if your parties are guilty and they're removed from office, then you go to the next aspect, which is a line of succession as provided for under the Constitution. Well, that's what I, I knew the, the you know, second in line after vice president would be the Speaker of the House. That's and, correct. But but you're saying during the tribunal they couldn't remove them from office during that thirty days. They, sus- they suspend them from office, but they do not remove them until they determine whether the evidence shows that they're guilty or not guilty. If they're not guilty of the crime, they're immediately restored, and they just move on just the way they are. And but if they are guilty, then they are not just suspended, but they're removed from office. And do we know? Uh, uh, you know, we were finding out that uh, Joe Biden used uh, different kind of emails with different names on the emails. Do you think there's some that still have not been found? That he there are, there are, there are, there. Are. But here's what's interesting, and here's what is so concerning to the liberal left is our intelligence agencies have done a very good job of keeping track of everything that's been done. And while they may think those records have been uh, destroyed or removed they're not we still have copies of them and that will all be coming out as well and like i said it's just the tip of the iceberg doc it is we've never in the history of this country seen such corruption and so it's malfeasance in all of us as we're seeing now and if we don't do something about it and i'm not just talking about just oh you shouldn't do that so we're going to remove you from office but hold people accountable for their actions It'll happen time and time again if nobody sees there's a consequence of their actions. I mean, I, I'm just telling you out of frustration, which a lot of American people are, and you are too, and I know, but uh, sure. it, it seems like they did it and they've gotten away with it. I mean, it's, it, I, it and I think there's there's no way the FBI or the CIA or, or uh, our military intelligence services, I mean, there's it seems like there's no way that anybody's going to let the truth come out if they, you know, if they've held it this long, uh, how how can it ever come out? Well, I think what's also interesting, Doc, is this: is uh, you know Donald Trump was attempting to make sure that he began to drain the swamp, and of course they made that a very short-lived thing because they the election in 2020, while you know they say it was a fair election, more and more evidence is coming out that it was a rigged election. And there's enough evidence now just sitting out there that has not been made public yet that it needs to be turned over to the military tribunal as well. And if it is determined that foreign interference or domestic interference occurred in that election, it can be declared null and void, which what would happen then 
is the person who was the last president would be the one that would be returned back to office, which would be Donald J. Trump. But now, that what you just said there, I, I, I like to think that's true. Now, you're going by the Constitution, how could you, I mean, you'd go back to whoever was president then. Uh, I, I just don't see that being people saying, oh, that can't be in the Constitution. So you know, just give us well, a little more to hang on to there. That would be what I just said. Here's your option. They could return it back to the president. That would be a judicial matter. Or the constitutional matter, they could suspend the election and hold another one. Okay. And then what do you, I'm throwing this out, if, if say that happens, then what happens to all the legislations that have been signed by Joe Biden? I mean, you can't just backtrack. See, that's where we become, and this is why it's such a complicated issue, just so that your listeners understand why there's so much frustration. Remember, we're not just talking about Joe Biden. When we look at the investigations, they can lead back to the Obama administration, to other administrations. If those administrations were deemed to be unconstitutional or, had, or were guilty of treason, what happens? That's a question that's never been raised in this country before. I can tell you where most people are at. They may not like it, but they may say, you know what? What happened has happened. Instead of trying to determine whether this legislation should be thrown out, this one should be reestablished, we're just going to pick up our pieces and move forward from here. That's a real possibility. Right. I can see that. And I know we are coming to the end of our time. I appreciate you being on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I, I was, uh, I got, I heard uh, President Trump the other night uh, in Washington, D.C. I was up there for the uh, Pray Vote uh, oh, Summit. And, uh, and you know, it's amazing how much charisma he still has coming in. And, and just, uh, I mean, we heard several of the other candidates, including DeSantis and Vivek, and I never had heard him in person before. But, I mean, uh, Trump just dominates as far as uh, the polling and as, vo- as far as uh, he, the base. You know, and I think, Doc, one of the reasons why he dominates so much is because, you know, he's been there. He's done it for four years. He was able to deliver on his campaign promises. We know what we're getting because we've already seen evidence of it. And, you know, we're so tired, the American people, everybody promises everything when you're running, and then when you get there, you do nothing. And we know that with Trump, at least what he promised, he delivered. And uh, even in spite of great opposition, he delivered. I think that's where people are excited about that. That's why he pulled so well. That's why he's doing so well. Because he's lived up to what he said he was going to do. You may not like him. You may not like what he says. You may not like the way he says it. I think there's, there's room for that all across the country. But nobody can argue the fact that when he says something, he gets it done. Well, Michael Lance, you got that right. Thank you for being on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thank you for bringing in your uh, what what you foresee that could unravel with the Hunter Biden indictment. And what do you think? Uh, shoot us an email. Tell us what you think. But this is a, a show that uh, Michael has brought some things I have not thought about. I will admit that. So uh, if you got some of your friends and neighbors wondering what might happen, uh, give them a link to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And I will tell you that as as this unfolds, this election of 2024, I'm just talking about the presidential part. But now we know the Senate could be in, in play and the House is definitely in play. It's so close. There's so much going on. The dynamics of what's happening in America, will what happens in 2024 will echo through decades 
very important. Every time you hear it, this is the most important election ever. Of course it is, but this one is the one that will echo echo through the decades of history, of American history and world history. So this is what's happening in 2024. Do we have a country? Do we have a border? Do we have people with common sense? The only way we can do is push forward and, and until the Democrats get some kind of person like RFK Jr. in some leadership positions, why would you ever vote for a Democrat for anything, for anything, until they get away from these wild left-wing radical ideas that are sending this country to look like Senator U.S. Senator Fetterman from Pennsylvania? That is not a good picture of the future. Now, come back and listen to us next week right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Don't forget to order the novel, Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. You can get it www.hatchiebooks.com. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.